Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with Biology Specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and little sister, Sarah Matthews. Biology A-level topic by topic to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, I hope that you incorporate... I hope. Is that what the line is? We hope. Yeah, we hope you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey. Dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are here. Does this create surround sound? Maybe. <laughs> you know, really dizzy people and throwing up. <laughs> Okay, episode 70, control of heart rate, all right? So a bit of a standalone episode okay. where we talk about why our heart beats, basically. How come we didn't do this when we did the heart? Well, it used to be in the old spec that the heart, the structure of the heart, the cardiac cycle, and then the control of it was all part of one thing in year 12. But it's been split in the new spec. So you learn about the structure of the heart in year 12 and then the control because it's linked to nerves. Okay. In when with the nervous nervous cool, system yeah. in year thirteen, so I mean it doesn't really matter. They could they could just keep it together. I don't know why they took it apart mm-hmm. like that, but because it literally does just stand alone by itself. Okay. It's a strange one. So we are going to talk about myogenic stimulation of the heart and transmission of the subsequent wave of electrical activity, the roles of the sinoatrial node or SAN and atrioventricular node or the AVN, and the Purkinje tissue in the bundle of his. The roles and locations of the chemoreceptors and pressure receptors and the roles of the autonomic nervous system and effectors in controlling heart rate. What do you remember about the heart? It beats. It does. Blood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It goes in one, comes out the other on the other side of the body. It's got chambers, secrets. (laughs) (laughs) And... Holds many secrets in its chambers. Um... So you've got your right side, your left side. Beating a lot. Right side is deoxygenated, mm-hmm. left side is oxygenated. Um, just this thing where it's like, and it's like opens, it closes, open, it closes. That's right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got your, your top two atria chambers, yep. your bottom two ventricle chambers. Both atria fill up at the same time and contract at the same time, push through the valves at the same time and the ventricles contract mm-hmm. at the same time. Some people have leaky valves. Yep. But you've got different blood and they're going to different places on both sides of the heart so the right side is deoxygenated left side is oxygenated and it comes in through the veins fills up the atria down into the ventricle and then the left side it goes off to the rest of the body through the aorta the right side it goes to the pulmonary artery which goes to the lungs to get oxygenated and then of course do you remember in that episode we talked about pre- it was pressure changes that opened and closed the valves that allowed the blood to move and i mean that's not really important today we just want to know how the contractions occur but that is a recap from year 12 so you don't really need to listen to the heart lesson from year 12 but you can if you want to just to remind yourself it was a classic app one of them classics yeah is it it's got loads of songs in it oh is it oh right i imagine with lots of heart songs yeah. yeah Right, so control of the heart is part of the autonomic nervous system. Okay, now autonomic basically means unconscious. So all the things that your body does without you thinking about it. Like breathing. Yeah, so breathing. Like blinking. Blinking, heartbeats, digestion, 
all the different muscle movements that take place without you actually controlling it physically is all part of your autonomic nervous system. The opposite of that, the conscious, is called the somatic nervous system. So that's like moving your arm to pick up your tea and, you know... Doing a dance. Sort of thing. Dancing about, yeah. So the autonomic system is actually split into two different pathways. You've got sympathetic and parasympathetic. Now, your sympathetic nervous system is all of the unconscious activity that takes place when you are reacting to a stimulus. You know, we talked about like nervous, the nervous uh, reflex arc. Do you we talked about that? So if you touch something hot or if you hear a sound or if something scares you and you want to run away, you know, that fight or flight, that increases your heart rate so you can react. That is part of your sympathetic pathway. Whereas your parasympathetic is everything your body does that's not to do with that. So, like, your breathing, your digestion. Everything we just said. Everything we just said. But that actually then decreases your heart rate. So your heart rate can be controlled by both pathways. Because if you need to run away or fight something, it needs to be increased. If you're resting, which is your parasympathetic pathway, then that needs to be calm and slow. Now, we're going to talk more about that towards the end. But I just wanted to get into that now, just a little quickly. Heart rate is, or heart, your heart beating is what we call myogenic. Do you know what that means? No. No. So it basically doesn't receive any impulses from the nerves in order to contract or relax. The impulse to contract comes from within the heart itself. And we're going to talk through that process now. So it comes with from within the actual muscle walls unlike moving your arm that message comes from your brain directly from a stimulus external a stimulus of some kind if you remember the atria contract first the contraction pushes the blood down to the ventricle and then the ventricle contracts to push blood up into the arteries we're going to talk about how that is controlled so you need the resource there is a resource at teachmescience.co.uk that has a couple of images on it or has an image on it and we get two. Well, one's a GIF. Is that why you saved it as a PowerPoint? Yeah. Because I would have just saved it as a picture. So if you open it as a PowerPoint, the second picture is actually a GIF. Or GIF. GIF. It's GIF. a GIF. It's a GIF. I always say GIF. Uh, the second one's a GIF, and then the top one is just an image. So you can see the actual impulse moving through, and you can see what it looks like. So you see in the top right, the top of the right atrium, mm-hmm. there's SAN. That's a little cluster of nerve cells. And it's called the sinoatrial node. And the actual impulse for the heart to beat starts in that little cluster of cells. It sends out a wave of electrical excitation across the atria, both sides, that causes the atria to contract. The wave does not go any further than the atria. It can't pass down into the ventricle because you see where you've got non-conducting collagen tissue. Can you see that? in between the atria and the ventricle, that stops the signal from passing into the ventricle. So it has to pass onto the AV node. So you see the AV node is like on the other side of the right atrium, closer to like the middle. Yeah. That's where the impulse is sent. That causes both the atria to contract at the same time, pushing the blood down through the AV valve into the ventricle. The impulse is obviously then sent to the AV node. Now, it will wait a little minute. It kind of like has to pause just to make sure that the atria are empty. 
before it passes the information on. So the AV node is now going to pass that information to a collection of fibres called the bundle of his. So can you see that okay. in the middle? So that kind of runs down the centre, so the atrioventricular septum, what separates the heart sides, that runs down the middle. So that's going to pass the impulse right down to the apex of the heart, right at the bottom. The bundle of his is split into loads of fibres called... The, I say the Purkinje fibres. It looks like Perk9. We've had pupils that we've taught okay. this to that have also been taught the same thing in PE and okay. their teachers say Perkinje. I'm not uh, even joking. So I have, I have heard like so many different versions of that, that word. I would say it says Perkinje. I was always taught Perkinje. Okay. What do you say, guys? Let us know. Yeah. So you can see the Purkinje fibres, they spread around the bottom of the heart and across the ventricle. So that causes the contraction of the ventricle to start from the bottom and to push and to work upwards across the ventricle, pushing it, forcing the bottom of the ventricle to contract and push together and forcing the blood up. That's basically how it's controlled. So your SA node starts that wave of electrical activity Cross both atria, the signal gets that causes the atria to contract both at the same time, pushing the blood down. The signal gets sent to the AV node, pauses a little bit just to make sure the atria are completely empty, continues the wave on down the middle of his to the bottom of the heart to the Purkinje fibres, and that causes the ventricle to contract from the bottom up. If you look at the GIF version of that, it just basically shows you that happening across the atria to the AV node down the of his onto the Purkinje. The SA node, or the sinoatrial node, acts as the pacemaker. So however often an impulse is sent from the SA node is how quick the heart rate is. The signals for it to do that will depend on sort of the, your surroundings and what's happening in your body and things like that. If your heart rate needs to increase for whatever reason, or decrease for whatever reason, the SA node has to know to do that. And that happens through the sympathetic and the parasympathetic pathways. It's all controlled by the medulla in the brain. The medulla oblongata is a section of your brain that controls heart rate. That's where the sympathetic and the parasympathetic pathways exist, if that makes sense. It, they actually are part of the medulla. Okay, so it's like two centres. One's parasympathetic, one's sympathetic. And obviously the sympathetic will increase your heart rate and the parasympathetic will decrease your heart rate depending on what's been activated. Which one gets activated depends on what your receptors in your body are picking up. So if they're picking up a high blood pressure, if they're picking up a high carbon dioxide concentration in your blood or a high pH, then something needs to happen in order to sort that out. Does that sort of make sense? We're basically going to talk about what happens with a high blood pressure, what happens with a low blood pressure, and then what happens with high oxygen low co2 and then low oxygen low CO2, high co2 look at how we control both those situations so baroreceptors baroreceptors are pressure receptors in the blood so they're found in the aorta and they're also found in the carotid artery which is in your neck so they're detecting blood pressure and then you've also got chemoreceptors which are detecting amounts of oxygen carbon dioxide what the ph is and they're found in the aorta if you've got a high blood pressure for whatever reason, that'll be detected by the baroreceptors. 
in your aorta and in your carotid. A message will be sent from those receptors along a sensory neuron to the brain, to the medulla specifically. If you've got a high blood pressure, you're going to want to decrease the heart rate or to lower that blood pressure. So that'll be your parasympathetic pathway that is activated. The medulla will send a message down the parasympathetic neurons. What will happen is those neurons will start to secrete a chemical called acetylcholine. And acetylcholine will actually bind to the SA node and slow down the rate. And then if you've got the opposite of that, if you've got quite a lower blood pressure and you want your heart rate to increase a little bit more, it's exactly the same thing. It's the baroreceptors sending a message to the medulla, but this time it will be the sympathetic pathway and it will be a different chemical that's released to bind to the SA node and that is called noradrenaline. So noradrenaline, that binds to the SA node and that speeds up your heart rate. That will cause the impulse from the SA node to be quicker every time. And then actually... Exactly the same process happens if you've got a high oxygen, low CO2 or high pH levels in your blood. That will be detected by chemoreceptors and it's exactly the same thing. So if you've got a high oxygen, low CO2, you want them to kind of even out a little bit. You're going to want to decrease your heart rate so you're not taking in as much oxygen because it changes the pH of your blood, which isn't very good. It's the chemoreceptors in the aorta, sensory neuron to the medulla. Because we are slowing down the heart rate, it's the parasympathetic releasing acetylcholine to bind to the SA node. And that will stop the impulse from being released as quickly, one one after the other. The opposite of that would be low oxygen, high CO2 or low pH levels like acidic blood. Because you've got lots lots of carbon carbon dioxide, makes it quite acidic. Again, chemoreceptors to the medulla, sympathetic pathway... So it'll be noradrenaline increasing your heart rate to get more oxygen and get rid of the CO2. It's fairly straightforward. It's a nice little topic area, really. So question one, five marks. The heart controls and coordinates the regular contraction of the atria and ventricles. Describe how. So are we starting with the SAN? Yes. So the SAN sends a signal to the AVN. Okay, and that goes down to the the, the pugni. The what's the from the AVN? Oh, it goes down the his bundle, bundle of, of his, his to the to the pekinji pekinda pekinji pekinji tish pekinji tissue pekinji fibers pekinji tish. So that <laughs> that actually mentioning that in order is one mark. One. Yeah. It should have been three. Well, the reason being when the SA node starts the impulse, what happens then? What does it send across the atria? Uh, a wave of electrical activity. Exactly. I'm reading this. A wave of electrical walls. activity across the atria. That's a mark. When it does that, what happens to the atria? It gets blocked off. That's a separate mark. So when the wave of electricity goes over the atria, what happens to the atria? They... Does it squeeze? They squeeze. They... Okay. What's the word? Contract. They contract. Okay? That's pushing the blood down. Yeah? Okay. And as you said, the, the collagen tissue. You've got your non-conducting collagen tissue. What's that for? A block. It doesn't let the signal go down into the um, this bit here. The ventricle. the ventricle. Well done. Excellent. There's a slight delay at the AV. Why? To make sure the atria are completely empty before okay. we move on. And then when the signal gets to the Purkinje fibres or the Purkinje tissue, 
that causes what? Stay with us. We'll be right back. A Little Bit de Todo is a podcast about a little bit of everything for curious minds of all ages. I'm Christina, and you can tune in every weekday to learn about things like Cinco de Mayo, Chihuahuas, and volcanoes in Latin America. Episodes are bite-sized, 10 minutes long or less, and always Latin American related. Subscribe and follow A Little Bit de Todo podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Squeeze. The ventricles too. When you say squeeze. Contract. Contract from the... These bits. Yeah, so the from the... Bottom. The, bottom. the apex. From the apex upwards. Excellent. Well done. So, one mark for SAN to AVN to bundle of his to Pekinji fibres. Getting those in the right order within your answer is one mark in itself. The impulse or the electrical activity goes over the atria from the SA node. One mark. That causes the atria to contract. One mark. There's non-conducting tissue to stop the signal from go en- going to the ventricle. One mark. The delay at the AV node ensures that the atria are empty before, or that the ventricles are full before they start to contract and that the ventricles can contract from the bottom upwards. Right, question two. Explain how a rise in blood pressure results in a decrease in the rate of the heartbeat. Six marks. Again, I'm not going to get six marks, probably. Okay. So what type of receptors are there? Are they? Is this like um, the chemo? Yeah, so not chemo. Um, the other one. I mean, you can just say pressure receptors. Okay. But they're officially named baroreceptors or baroreceptors. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. You've heard of a barometer? No. So like a barometer is like a um, pressure sensor. Some people have these old-fashioned barometers on their wall that are supposed to tell you what the weather will be. Okay. And it points to it. Have you heard of them? Not really. No. It's kind of trying to detect the pressure and what the what it will be based on that, if okay. that makes sense. So a bit like a barometer. So these are like baroreceptors. So that detects when your blood pressure is high. Yeah. And then this um, thing connects on the SAN. It does. So that we've, we've jumped a massive big oh, okay. load of information there. So when the baroreceptor detects the high blood pressure, it sends an impulse to the part of the brain. The mandala. <laughs> medulla. Medulla. The medulla. Okay. Now, is it going to be the sympathetic or the parasympathetic? No. <laughs> the parasympathetic. The parasympathetic. <laughs> yeah. So that sends an no. impulse. Sends an impulse via the parasympathetic neuron. Because a parasympathetic lowers your heart rate. Okay. Okay. What does the parasympathetic release? The thing that's got attached to the SAA. And what is that called? Can't remember. Gone. Acetylcholine. Oh yeah, acetylcholine. Okay. Not so acetylcholine. Releases acetylcholine, which attaches to the SAN, and that will increase, decrease impulses from the SAN. So naming the pressure receptors or the baroreceptors, saying that that sends an impulse to the medulla that in turn will send an impulse via the parasympathetic neurons. Make sure you know that because remember it's a, you've got a high blood pressure so you want to lower it so that'll be your parasympathetic pathway. Got it. That sends an, an impulse to the SAN. But, well, not an impulse, but it, it sends it a sends, chemical. It um, sends acetylcholine. Acetylcholine. <laughs> and that will bind with the SAN and it will stop the impulses from being so frequent and it will slow it right down. 
Control of the heartbeat is myogenic, which means the heart will beat without any external stimulus. The sinoatrial node, or SAN, is in the wall of the right atrium. This acts as the pacemaker by initiating a wave of electrical excitation that causes both atria to contract at the same time. The wave is sent to the atrioventricular node, or the AVN, which is between the atria and the ventricles. The wave cannot pass to the ventricles due to the presence of non-conducting collagen tissue. After a slight delay to ensure the atria are completely empty, the AVN is stimulated and passes the wave along the bundle of his. This carries the wave to the apex of the heart down the septum. The bundle of his divides into conducting fibres called Purkinje tissue. This spreads the wave throughout the ventricle, causing their contraction from the bottom upwards. The rate that the SAN fires is controlled by the medulla. This has two centres. One controls an increase in heart rate along the sympathetic pathway, and the other causes a decrease in heart rate along the parasympathetic pathway. Which pathway is followed depends on the impulse that is sent from certain receptors. Baroreceptors are found in the aorta and carotid arteries in the neck. They detect changes in pressure. If high blood pressure is detected, an impulse is sent along a sensory neuron to the medulla, which sends an, an impulse along the parasympathetic neuron, which secretes acetylcholine. This binds to the receptors on the SAN to slow the heart rate to decrease the blood pressure. If low blood pressure is detected, the impulses from the medulla is sent along the sympathetic neuron, which secretes noradrenaline, which binds to the SAN node, and the heart rate is sped up to increase blood pressure. Chemoreceptors are found in the aorta and detect concentrations of oxygen, carbon dioxide and pH levels in the blood. If a high oxygen, low CO2 or high pH level is detected, the impulse from the medulla is sent down the parasympathetic pathway so acetylcholine binds to the SAN to decrease the heart rate and bring the levels back to normal. If a low oxygen, high CO2 or low pH level is detected, the sympathetic neurons will release noradrenaline to bind to the SAN and the heart rate is increased to bring the levels back to normal. Got any takeaways? So you have the parasympathetic and the sympathetic and the parasympathetic is something that you don't necessarily control, it just happens on its own. Oh, like... they both are. You can't control them. Oh, okay. Uh, like breathing and winking at people. And... Um, Usually you can control the winking. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I can't. Um, you have the SAN mm -hmm. and you have the bundle of his yeah. and the book nine. Tish. Pekinji. Pekinji Tish and waves of electrical activity. What does that do then? It helps to beat the heart and stopping of waves from going into the bottom here by the non-conducting. Okay. Good. good. That was all very vague, <laughs> but it's good. But, very... you know, all the info's there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're still recommending the Big Biology podcast for December because we had so much disruption over October and November that we are just going to go to the new year now with the Big Biology. So look up the episodes on wherever you get your podcasts and just look through the episode lists and find something related to what you're studying at that time, what you're revising at that time, or what you are interested in listen to it it's really good if you'd like to get in contact with us 
there are ways of doing that. You can go to teachmescience.co.uk. That is our website. You can drop us an email that I will receive. Teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. You can go on Twitter, which Rhea will receive. At Teach me biocast. If you want to speak to me, the cool one, <laughs> drop us an email. <laughs> and then there's an Instagram which is at Teach Me Biology Cast. You can, if you would like to, get us a little Christmas gift. You can buy us a coffee. You can buy us a Christmas hot chocolate at buymeacoffee.com slash teach me biology. We would be so very grateful at this Christmas time. We would. That'd be nice. Yes. So get in touch if you have any informa- any information for us. It's not a true crime podcast. <laughs> but yeah. If you want to share anything that you're studying at the time, any great revision you've made, any great resources you found, any great wider reading recommendations you've got, we just like to know who's listening, where you're from, what course it is you're doing, or why it is specifically that you're listening, because we just love to hear all about the wide ranging. What is it that we are allowing you to access by helping you with this? Was that the bell? Yeah. Have you done any Christmas shopping? No. Have you not? Mm-mm. Well, um, I've been stuck in the house for two oh, weeks. Oh, yeah, that's true. You could have done some online. Yeah, I could have done, but I was didn't. I was poorly. Oh, okay. So I've still too got, poorly to look at a phone screen. <laughs> I've still got a lot of like. I've got all the kids' stuff. Oh, good. That's the most important bit. As which well. is obviously important. And then I've got is your. Is it present. all wrapped? No. Got your, we don't usually wrap their presents, we just make them up and put them out for them to come running down to. Oh, okay. Mm. Got your present because you told me what to buy. Yes. Mm. But I've not heard back from Maisie about what bag she wants. I've not heard anything from Lydia. So they're just getting nothing then? Well, unless they tell me, yeah, they're getting nothing. It's <laughs> £20 in a card. Sick. If that's what they want, yeah. that's what they can have. Happy 9th of December. We're getting there, we've only got one week left. Mm. And have a good rest of your day this has been teach me biology my name is sarah matthews and i'm real corbett and this has been already said what it is yeah have See ya. a good one bye bye, bye. <laughs>